Hey, and welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. I'm John Stein, and on this episode of the podcast, I talk about everything you need to know about intermittent fasting. What exactly it is? What are the research benefits of it? What have I found has helped me while intermittent fasting, as well as how you can incorporate it into your current diet program? Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and if you have any questions about anything fitness, nutrition, or mindset related, be sure to reach out via Instagram or my email. Links are in the show notes. Hope you all enjoy this episode. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. So today, we're going to dive deep into a nutrition topic, um, something that I personally use and something that... I get a lot of questions on from people. You see a lot in the news, on social media. So I wanted to really dive deep into intermittent fasting. What exactly is it? What are the researched benefits of intermittent fasting? And what exactly why I enjoy intermittent fasting and how you can incorporate intermittent fasting into your nutrition program. So... Let's get down to business right from the beginning here and go over what exactly is intermittent fasting. What exactly is it and what does it entail? So simply put, intermittent fasting is having a window where you're fasting. So a point where you're not consuming any calories. That means you're only drinking zero calorie liquids like water, coffee, tea. Um, You'll see some people who say you can have, you know, diet drinks because they don't have any calories. That's up to you. Haven't seen much research on how that affects your fast, but pretty much you're not consuming any calories within that window. And then you have a period where you are consuming your calories. So let's break it down simply here. 24 hours a day, there's a 12 hour window where you're not eating. And then there's a 12 hour window where you are eating. That's where you get all your calories in that window. The idea behind intermittent fasting is that it helps control when exactly you're eating. It gives you that window. If you have a smaller window, you're less likely to overeat. So it's going to help you put your body in a state of fat loss so you can help help yourself lose weight. That's the idea behind it for weight loss. Overall, though, there are some research benefits for fasting. So the initial reason why intermittent fasting became a thing was more for those benefits of fasting. That fasting has been shown to have benefits, so can we have it in shorter windows and still be able to get some of those benefits. So let's dive a little bit more into what exactly those benefits are and how what research has said or what we think happens when we do intermittent fasting. So, one researched topic behind intermittent fasting is that it decreases insulin levels. So in your your blood, when you are intermittent fasting, it actually helps you decrease your insulin levels, which helps you burn fat. As well as intermittent fasting can potentially... Um, reduce inflammation, oxidative stress. In some research studies, it's been shown to do that, um, which would be great, you know, to help keep that body running efficiently, which is one of the main 
selling points that most people give when they're talking about intermittent fasting is that it helps inflammation. And that's why a lot of people with certain diseases um, are told, hey, try intermittent fasting by their you know, doctors or medical professionals because it can help them potentially reduce that inflammation. As well as it's also been shown to, to improve numerous factors such as blood pressure, um, triglyceride levels, cholesterol levels, all which are health markers. Lower those levels are, the healthier you are in your body. So the, the less hard your heart needs to work, the more efficiently your body is running, the healthier your arteries and veins are, hopefully keeping you healthy and living a long life. As well as an interesting one here is that it's been shown to increase BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Big word. We won't get into what exactly BDNF does, but it is a brain hormone, and it affects a lot of different brain functions, and it has been shown to be a major factor in a lot of neurological diseases and brain issues. So things like Alzheimer's, um, dementia, things like that. As we get older, our body starts to wither, you know, to go, you know, to decline. With increased BDNF, it helps you keep that cognitive function as high as possible with that. Um, so a lot of diet, a lot of research has been going into lately with nutrition and how can that affect your BDNF and your brain function, um, especially when it comes to Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, and dementia, especially as the population ages there. So those are the research benefits of it. Those are, you can find peer-reviewed articles that have researched intermittent fasting in different windows and to, that have seen these benefits. Obviously, research is still being done. The, the verdict is not out on this yet. We, we don't know exactly all the benefits of intermittent fasting, but these are just some of the benefits that we've seen so far. So why do I like intermittent fasting? So this is a study, N equals one. This is my personal beliefs on why I like intermittent fasting and why I believe in it and why I, I do it on a very regular basis. First, it builds flexibility within my diet. So having a specific window from when I, when I eat, when I don't eat, really helps me in my mind kind of structure that. So in the morning, so I'll break down my window. My window is usually around eight, nine o'clock, stop eating, don't eat until about noon to two o'clock, depending on the day. So that gives me a 12 to 16 hour window there where I'm not eating. That gives me a lot of flexibility when it comes to A, the meals that I can have, the foods that I can eat, and the ability to go to maybe more social events and you know, go out to eat and restaurants, things like that, and not have to worry exactly about my calories. I found with me, the less meals that I have, the better I function, the better I feel, 
and the less decisions I have to make. I find that decision fatigue for me is, is a big factor when it comes to keeping my nutrition on point. Once I hit a certain point in the day when I'm deciding things, it just goes downhill. I go straight for the easiest options. You know, if there's, you know, snacks like a bag of chips or, you know, a, a restaurant on the way home, like fast food, I'd be more inclined to, to do that than, than, you know, maybe make a salad or cook that chicken and, you know, or steak that I have in the fridge. So it just helped me keep that flexibility in my diet to allow for some more high, higher calorie meals. As, as well as that kind of goes into the second reason why I like those larger meals. I like, I've tried smaller meals. I've had four, five meals a day. It just didn't work out for me. It was, it was a lot more work than what I wanted to put in. Um, I like those, you know, having bigger meals. I like having a full plate, you know, eating everything on it. That's just, that's just me. That's what I enjoy. Um, so I like having those two meals. So having those larger meals, having that window where I'm eating all my calories, it allows me to have, you know, 750 to 1,000 calorie meals easily because I'm only having two meals a day and any potential snacks or anything like that. And more of a anecdotal thing here is that I found that actually not eating breakfast, so my fast goes till midday, so not eating till about midday has actually helped me clear my mind a little bit better, helps me think a little bit better, get more work done, and become more creative in that sense. So I tend to just think better without, you know, food in my stomach. It gives my body time to that, you know, I'm not digesting, I'm just eating, I'm just drinking water, you know, having a coffee or a tea in the morning. And it just helps me focus, keep my mind um, ready to go. Um, I sometimes even get my workouts done while in my fast. Um, just that it just makes me feel better. I don't, you know, prefer to work on a very heavy, full stomach. I don't prefer to, you know, work out on a heavy, full stomach either. So it just helps me um, think more clearly there. Those are all anecdotal points. Those are all just how I personally feel and the benefits that I have seen. I also talk to other people who have fasted, who intermittent fast as well, and they say a lot of the same things. Obviously, there's no research done to, to prove any of those, but these are just personal um, stories about how intermittent fasting has helped me reach my goals. So how exactly do you incorporate intermittent fasting into your diet? So first thing is you got to set your windows. So what exactly are your windows? When are you going to be eating? When are you going to be uh, fasting? So I uh, try to pick a time. First, you have to pick your window. So I personally say anywhere from a 12 to 16 hour fast is going to be good. Obviously, the longer you start at the beginning, the harder it's going to be. It's going to take an adjustment period before you can get accustomed to that fast. Sometimes it can be a little bit difficult in the beginning. First suggestion is I would start my fast at night, you know, after dinner or, you know, maybe you have a dessert. Fine. After dessert, eight, nine o'clock, 
done. That's when you start your fast, you know, right before bed. Then you fast all night. You're sleeping through most of your fast, which is perfect, which is good. And then you wake up, you have a couple hours where you're not eating. And then you go into um, the new, your eating window. And then it starts all over again. Um, so pick a fast window between 12 to 16 hours. Um, obviously a good middle ground there. 14, try that. 8 to 10 a.m. 8 p.m. to 10 a.m. And then go from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's perfect. Um, the reason I also like to do that as well is that it gives you most meals. Usually the two biggest meals for most people in, you know, in a societal sense is that dinner is the main meal of the day. That's where everyone's eating around the table. That's where everyone gathers, you know, talks about their day, everything like that. So if you were to fast through that meal, it would really limit you maybe socially and mentally. It would be a lot greater of a challenge. That's specifically why I don't, you know, I choose to skip breakfast over dinner. It's because I usually do like to go out to dinner and getting, you know, sit with my friends and my family, eat, talk, drink, and that allows me to do that. So I don't suggest doing that. If that's how your day works, that's perfectly fine. Make, adjust the windows to what fits your lifestyle and your priorities. Um, so as we talked about a little bit in the beginning, again, reiterate, fasting, during your fast window, you're not consuming any calories. That means you're not eating anything, you're not drinking anything with any calories in it. So think water, coffee, tea. That's it. That means black coffee. I know that might be a struggle for a lot of people, but I highly suggest, you know, especially at the beginning, if you do, you know, have caffeine, that it is going to help you through that fast, especially in the beginning. Um, caffeine tends to stunt your hunger. So if you do find yourself really hungry at the beginning, you're not your body's not accustomed to those. Um, it's sending you signals um, because you are changing the way you're eating. So at the beginning, there are going to be struggles. There are going to be hunger pains. It's something your body adjusts to. A lot of people's bodies are adjusted to right now, waking up in the morning, eating breakfast, four hours later, eating lunch, four hours later, eating dinner, going to bed. Those, that's not necessarily how your body runs. It's not your body telling you that you're hungry. It's that you're, you're just accustomed to that. That's a habit. That's, you know, what you're mentally used to. So you are normally used to eating every four hours. Your body's going to signal you every four hours to eat. And by fasting, you're breaking up those singles, um, I would say that's another reason why I like it. It really helps you fine tune, you know, your hunger singles and when you're actually hungry or when you're just eating because you're bored or because it's it's a habit. So it really helps you reset those signals and get used to, you know, eating. Okay, I'm eating at 12 and I'm eating at, you know, maybe four or five o'clock at night, done. And then that's your day of eating. So last thing I really want to touch on you know, with intermittent fasting I think we, we did a pretty good deep dive into it. Um, thing to remember when intermittent fasting is that 
It's a tool. Intermittent fasting is not a diet. It's not telling you what foods to eat, what foods, you know, not to eat, things like that. It's just a tool. Intermittent fasting is having windows where you're eating and windows where you're fasting. And there are a lot of different types that I didn't go over here, but it's just a tool. It's going to add to your nutrition tool belt so you'll be able to reach your fitness goals. This doesn't mean that when you're because you're fasting, you can just eat whatever you want. It doesn't just mean that, okay, now I have four, eight hours to eat whatever I want, and then I can just go fast. That's not true. Calories still matter. Food quality still matters. Protein still matters. All these things still exist, and you shouldn't ignore them just because you're in this fasting window. I, I think that's a big thing that people think that just because you're fasting means that you can just, you know, eat McDonald's all day and be perfectly fine, lose weight, be healthy. It's not true. You still need, you know, to be looking at your calories. You still got to be, you know, making sure you're getting enough protein. You still got to make sure that your, you know, your food quality is high. So, those are, that's something to consider that this is intermittent fasting is not the end all be all. It's just a strategy and a tool to use to help you get further to your goals. This doesn't mean you should exclude, you know, all the calorie counting, things like that. You can do that on top of this, adding an intermittent fasting as part of your success strategy towards reaching that fat loss goal. If you do have any more questions about intermittent fasting, you want to, you know, help, you know, set up an intermittent fasting, um, learn a little bit more about those protocols and everything like that, shoot me a DM on Instagram, send me an email. They're both in my, the link below in the show notes. Please feel free. Ask me questions. If you have questions on anything, fitness, nutrition, mindset related, please feel free to reach out. Always happy to talk to anybody answer any questions that you may have, um, maybe even cover it on a podcast and get you guys all those answers to your nutrition, fitness, and mindset questions. There's a lot out there and a lot of misinformation. Let's weed through it together. Hope you all have a great day. Keep getting after it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Fitness Podcast. Because you listened to this episode, I want to give you something away for free. In the show notes, I have a link to my free fat loss cookbook. This cookbook contains over 20 recipes that are specifically designed to help you lose weight. They are filled with protein, they are simple to make, and they take away that bland, boring diet food. So if you want to upgrade your diet today, go to the show notes, click on the link and go get your free fat loss cookbook and make sure you come back for more episodes of the Simply Fitness Podcast.